No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast, episode number five. Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. Hey, I'm Joe Foley. Thank you very much for being here. I'm a dad and a parent. I want to say thank you. I mean, our time is precious and our, you know, we don't have much time. So to you to listen to this podcast really means a lot. This podcast is about having a conversation about being a dad. An issue related to to being a dad and a parent. Dad always seems to be the sidekick parent sometimes. But now I think kind of things have kind of changed. Dads are more involved. So let's get more involved. No more sitting on the sideline. This will be a weekly podcast dedicated to Sense Community. There will be interviews topics about being a dad and a good parent. We're all going through the same issues. I love being a dad and a parent. I know the dad and mom stuff. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. But it's actually rewarding. I'm not an expert. I'm a dad on a journey trying to take one day at a time in this crazy world. On today's podcast, I have an interview with Paul Carlson from the unexpecteddad.com. We talk about everything from being bacon, being a dad, and you never know how life is going to turn out. Next. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast, and I really do appreciate it. No problem. Happy, happy to be here. Um, it's one thing I kind of start off, I guess, sort of kind of a question is, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Uh, what was my favorite TV show growing up? Well, I guess when I was really young, I actually really liked Sesame Street when, when I was in uh, junior high and high school. I really enjoyed um, Star Trek. I've always been a big Star Trek fan. And I also enjoyed Cheers, if you remember that old uh, sitcom Cheers. That was one of my favorites when I was junior high, high school type of age. Well, it's, it, Star Trek, you, um, I had to ask that question. Mention, mention, mention it. How do you like the new reboot of the new series? Um, so I thought um, – you mean the, the, the new movies? Yes. Yeah, I thought the first two were great. My wife and I just watched Beyond last weekend. Um, and I was fairly disappointed. I, I didn't think that one came off very well. I I kind of like that that the, when they were fighting the enemy, it was kind of like that uh, music, the old music coming in with the he finds the boombox and plays it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. I liked it when they were playing um, they were playing Beastie Boys during that last battle scene. I thought that was pretty funny. I liked that. <laughs> I'm getting my seat going. Get him! Get him! Go! Get him! Get him! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene though. Yeah. O- overall, I, I was a little bit disappointed in the movie but that that final scene with the beastie boys playing and i that that was pretty fun i liked that <laughs> well um <laughs> the name uh, but you're you're a blogger and your name of your website is unexpecteddad.com uh, yep. what brought on that uh topic what brought on that um title of your website yeah well um my wife and i married late i i'm i'm 47 my my wife is six years younger than me um and we've been married for five years so um we kind of got a a late start for the two of us and we are both kind of at that point in our lives where she was working full-time you know i'm working full-time we're concentrating on our careers i was thinking early retirement we were doing a lot of outdoor stuff a little bit of traveling um weren't really thinking about kids. Neither one of us really thought that we were going to have kids. We weren't against it. We just kind of thought, you know, we were past that point in our lives where that would happen. And then, uh, and then it happened. (laughs) Uh, I remember we were watching a Denver Bronco game, uh, one night 
and the Bronco game was over and my wife turned to me and she said, I'm going to go upstairs and do something. I was just like, all right. <laughs> and so she went upstairs and after a while I went up there and, and started getting ready for bed and I was brushing my teeth. It turns out she was taking a pregnancy test and uh, it, she uh, got the results and she just turned, turned to me and she started laughing. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like what? She said, and she said, it's positive. And I just about lost it. I, um, I, I, I was the picture of, of men behaving badly. Uh, <laughs> th- th- there, there was some cussing involved, and I, I don't normally cuss <laughs> at all. So there, there, there was, there was some um, bad language involved. There was not very good behavior. Um, <laughs> it, it took me. Uh, it didn't take me too long to get over it. My wife likes to tell the story that the next day I was on Amazon looking for cribs. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I was a, I was a little bit freaked out, and it was unexpected. You know, hence the name of my site, the Unexpected Dad. It it wasn't anything I thought that was going to happen. Um, but you know what? It, it did happen. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. So when um obviously you can you can't remember now without have not having the baby around or the young child. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, our lives revolve around her, which, you know, which is the only way I'd have it. You know, um, I, I'm fortunate enough where I, I work from home. Um, I haven't missed a day of her life. Um, you know, there's when, if I'm quote stuck at the office cause it's a long day at work, you know, I just have to run upstairs for a couple minutes to see her and then I can come back down. So, um, to my office. So yeah, I mean, you know, my life revolves around her and it's, it's awesome. Well, that must be a great. That must be a great experience to be able to work from home and see her all the time too. Because it, I mean, I'm, I my son's three. How old is your daughter again? She's two. She turned two in January, so she's going to be two and a half in in January. It's just so fun watching them grow. And and it, it, I mean, I went away for a couple of days for a conference. I came home, my son, three days, man, and things changed. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's amazing to me. You know, there are things and I have to, I told my wife the other night, I was like, you know, I guess I can't think of her as like, you know, a robot that's been programmed. You know, she figures stuff out on her own without us teaching her. And it's amazing the things that she picks up on and the things that she says. And, you know, she'll do something or say something. And my wife and I will look at each other and, and we'll say, you know, did you teach her that? No. Did you teach her that? No. <laughs> you know, she, it, it's, you're right. It's amazing. You know, things change on a daily basis. I, I'm consistently uh, amazed at, at what she does and what she picks up on. Um, uh, one thing I've read about your website, I noticed a lot of stuff. You review a lot of stuff like um, diapers. I remember you were going diaper. Yeah, that was um, – and I, I, I've done a few of those. Um, the It was the swim diapers. Um, that was the Bow and Bell um, – Bow and Bell Littles. They make these – um, reusable swim diapers. Um, and the owner, his, his name was Paul as well. He contacted me a couple weeks ago and said, Hey, do you want to try these out? Which is perfect timing because, um, we had, uh, my daughter Brooke in, in swim lessons. Um, so I was like, yeah, sounds great. So, um, he sent me a pair and, uh, we tried it on her and, and she loved them, but you know, I wouldn't put anything on my, on my site that I haven't tried myself and, and, and liked, you know, yeah. um, um, I'm just not going to just stick something out there, but yeah, I've done that. I have um, I, one of the first ones I did um, was um, a diaper bag from Dad Gear because I remember my my wife got this um, backpack diaper bag um, just before Brooke was born, and it, you know it was all flowery. I can't remember; it was like 
Vera Wang or Vera something like that is you know one of these uh, uh, designers for for women's bags and it was it was very very feminine I'm like I'm not carrying that around <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me so I started looking around and uh, I came across that that dad gear stuff and uh, you know I. I just bought one and I was never in contact with the, with the company at all. I just bought one and I liked it. So I thought, Hey, you know, if you dads out there don't want to carry around a, a flowery diaper bag and you're looking for something more manly, I mean, this, you know, th- those work out great. Well, I'm wondering, do you have a lot of um, people, like, especially with your blog, um, daddy blog, do you have a lot of companies reach out to you to actually try stuff? Uh, it's, I haven't had a lot. It's, it's kind of actually picked up in the last two or two or three weeks i've had uh, people or companies reaching out to me asking me to to try things um and really the the um bow and bell littles that was the first one i actually just said um yeah i'll try that and I'll, I'll write about it because it was something i was interested in you know at the moment and it, and it seemed like it was good plus it was a colorado company which i was all about that <clears throat> but yeah i've had several reach out to me but um i guess I hate saying I'm, I'm picky about it, but I guess I am because I, I haven't um, accepted many. I guess I've accepted one where it wasn't my own idea to do it. Um, do you find it easier to do a blog? I mean, you find how how do you how do you use your typical day? I mean, how do you typical your workflow for writing your dad blog? Well, um, my 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 day job. I'm yeah. an IT manager, and, and um, you know that takes up. Um, all of my day. Um, so what I usually do is either get up a little bit early or if I have time at night or on the weekend, um, that's when I work on the blog. Um, and usually what I'll do is I'll just get an idea. Um, and, um, I, I use WordPress and I'll just, I use that as, as my notepad right now. You know, I'll, I'll just think of a topic and I'll type out a quick subject with a few quick notes in the body and, and save it. Um, you know, and if I have ideas on how I'm going to expand on that right away, I will. Um, you know, basically it starts out as an outline or just a brain dump of notes in the body. And I usually go back through it a couple more times and add, delete, edit, um, reread it, <laughs> trash it. <laughs> if, it <laughs> if it turns out to be a pile of junk. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it's funny that the blog has kind of evolved over the last several years. I started it. Um, back, my daughter was born in 2014, and um, I started at the beginning of 2014, um, before she was born, um, and I actually started in a, in a notebook, and I just started writing out um, ideas, you know, things I wanted to remember. I, I would write out, I built her this toy box where I wrote out a shopping list um, mm-hmm. for when I went to Lowe's, you know, the wood I wanted to get. You know, I used it to write down um, quotations or uh, scripture verses or, you know, anything else I wanted to remember. Um, and I thought, Hey, you know, I could just make a blog out of this notebook. Um, so it started off as, um, you know, I would put on my blog, you know, events, um, you know, how I did something, um, you know, after she was born, how I set up the nursery and it's kind of evolved more into, um, now uh, I'm writing more blogs about, you know, like you mentioned the reviews, you know, how to do this, uh, mad dad skills, which is one of my, uh, categories. So it's, it's seems like it's constantly evolving. I try not to pigeon my whole pigeonhole myself too much. So if I get an idea, I'll write about it. And like I said, if it turns out to be not very good, I'll, I'll trash it and move on. Well, I'm wondering, um, since you mentioned that, what, what brought along mad dad skills? I like to say that. 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, I remember I had a I had a, fr- a guy I was working with a, a younger guy and all the time he was talking about mad skills and he, he would spell skills S K I L L Z and you know me trying to be all young and hip and stuff I started saying mad skills and then when I started the bo- blog I was like oh, mad dad skills yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I noticed. Um, I remember following you a little bit earlier in you and um, on Twitter and stuff. I think. Do you enjoy cooking? I see a lot of things about cooking on there and a little bit on your website too. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I, I was uh, I was a bachelor for a long time, and I, I found out in my early to mid twenties that unless I wanted to eat McDonald's and frozen pizzas all the time, that I better learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I learned how to cook a few simple things. You know, a few of them, you know, my mom's recipes. Um, some stuff I've made up. Uh, but yeah, I like to cook. I, my wife and I probably split cooking duties 50-50. Um, you know, just whoever has an idea of what to cook for, for a night. Um, you know, we'll just, one of us will cook it. So yeah, I, I don't I don't mind cooking. I kind of enjoy it. I noticed you mentioned um, something on, I think it was on Twitter today about bacon. Oh yeah, bacon. <laughs> I love bacon. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was something. There was some uh, uh, trending topic on on, cat, uh, on on Twitter today. It said instead of bacon, I'm like instead of bacon. bacon. <laughs> There's nothing instead of bacon except for maybe sausage. But I don't take <laughs> bacon over sausage. <laughs> and my wife doesn't like it that I eat bacon, but. Uh, I always think of bacon as the candy of meats. Exactly. Everything goes with bacon. Mac and cheese and bacon, hamburger and bacon. Um, oh, yeah. Anything goes with bacon. Chocolate bacon. I'm going to the fairs and eat that, too. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a uh, um, here in Colorado, we have the, uh, um, what's it called? Colorado Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you go in there, they and they cover everything with chocolate. They got, you know, chocolate-covered chips, chocolate-covered Twinkies, um, chocolate-covered bacon, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing too, um, I noticed that you live in Colorado and you, know, you, you post a lot of pictures on Twitter and stuff about the outdoors. You seem like you'd be a person who would be like enjoying outdoors for your family. Oh yeah, I love the outdoors. Um, from the time I was a, a small kid, my my parents took uh, uh, my sisters and, and me up camping and hiking. Um, so it, it's something that I, I grew up with, and you know, in Colorado, especially in Colorado Springs, here we live very close to the to the mountains. You know, it's a minute drive west and <laughs> we have you know dozens of hiking trails we can go on um i love although i haven't done a in the last i think the last time i went on a decent backpacking trip was 2011 right before um lisa and i got married but yeah i, I love to go um, backpacking you know four or five day backpacking trips some of those are pretty tough but i just you know i love being out in the outdoors and and getting away from everything and um we took brooke hiking in quotation marks, hiking for the first time. <laughs> um, the, this summer, we took her to this uh, state park that's close to us, and they have some pretty easy trails there. But you know, we she went hiking on it uh, on these trails. Mostly, she wanted to pick up pine cones and leaves and stuff like that. But I think I think we probably got about uh, maybe twenty or thirty feet from the parking lot. <laughs> Because she kept getting distracted, but it was fun. And then, and then for weeks after that, she was talking about hiking. So, yeah, I, I want to get her involved in, in outdoor stuff uh, more. Um, you know, being uh, winter now, we're not going to be able to do any camping or hiking, maybe snowshoeing. <laughs> um, 
but uh yeah next summer i'm hoping we can do some more hiking and and camping and things like that well i got a funny story i could tell you because my son's about a year older than your daughter and uh-huh. we, we have a place um i guess it was, a, it was this time of year and there was some bird watchers out in the western massachusetts and you know being a two-year-old he's not the quietest person in the world and we walked down. It's like seeing these bird watchers looking for this certain bird with a camera. And he's like, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> That's awesome. There's no bird watcher. <laughs> yeah, they, they have uh, when, when they're two. I, I assume they're kind of the same when they're three. But, you know, we're, we're at the two year, the terrible twos now. And there's not much of a filter. <laughs> right? They're, you know, we'll, we'll go somewhere and she'll say, hi, hi. She'll, we'll be in a store. She'll be telling everybody hi, telling, telling them the story, the story of her life. And uh, anything that pops into her head, she'll, she'll say. So yeah, that's, that's funny. There's, there's not much of a filter at this age. Is, but we are, we are in the terrible twos now, which is, is a interesting and, and kind of a challenge. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't believe in the terrible twos until we actually hit it. Now I believe. <laughs> yeah, my son, I think he kind of missed the twos when he tried to the threes, and now it's like, Sean, come over here. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she loves to tell us, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. Hey, hey, Brooke, it's time to get ready for bed. No, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I know. Uh, I noticed I was reading a lot on your blog about too, you enjoy music, you play the piano and the trumpet and the guitar and stuff. Do you like in a band or were you in. in uh, yeah, I, I started on. See, I probably started on piano when I was seven or eight years old. My parents got me started on that, and I played piano for a while. I played trumpet all starting late in elementary school, all through high school. Uh, played in you know, various orchestras and jazz bands and things like that. And in college, I learned how to play guitar. Played in in rock bands, which I guess was the thing to do in college, and I played guitar th- throughout my early twenties. I, I played in in mostly cover bands, uh, nothing spectacular. Uh, <laughs> uh, right before Brooke was born, I thought I, I thought I wanted to learn how to play violin, so I took violin lessons for a couple of years. Oh wow! And then, cool. and then I didn't have any more time for that. But uh, what, <laughs> I, what I've been doing lately, over the last I don't know four four or five years, I've been writing. Uh, and recording uh, dramatic orchestral type of music for uh, like productions, uh, license them for whatever production wants to use them. Haven't had a lot of success with that, but it, it's it's fun to do. I enjoy um, doing whatever music and music production and things like that. Is it is it something like um like if I wanted to, for example, hire you and have you do a piece of me for like I can for my intro to my podcast, something like that, or yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, people. You know, that, that, when I was gonna, um, and we were talking about this before, before the interview, I, I was thinking about doing my my own podcast. I haven't had time to start getting going on that yet. But yeah, you know, one of my songs that I wrote years ago, um, I was using that for my intro for my podcast. And and you know, one thing that appealed to me about that was I haven't had a lot of time to record and produce music lately. But I was like, hey, you know, I could use. You know my music production software and my equipment to produce my podcast, and <laughs> that kind of that kind of appealed to me in a creative kind of way. But yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I've I've been p- trying to pitch music for um, TV shows and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, anything like that. That's interesting. I mean, like going like Hollywood stuff or t- like um, pitching them for like down in Hollywood or in, like in the big TV shows and stuff like that. 
Yeah, it could be. I mean, what you, what you do is, you know, write, write music and you pitch them, you pitch your music to these, um, uh, music libraries or, or publishers. Um, and, you know, if they like your stuff, they, they, they take your stuff and put them in their, in their catalog and then they pitch your stuff to, um, you know, whatever production company they have, they have a relationship with, whether that be, you know, some TV show or a Hollywood movie or commercial or, you know, even, you know, podcasts and things like that. Yeah. You can run the gambit. So, you know, all that music, all that music that you hear, uh, I don't know when you're watching, you know, HGTV, all the background music, you know, that's all, that's all stuff that people, people like me would write and get licensed for shows like that. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. I never knew how the process, I just thought some guy in the, in the office in the studio with the, with the, uh, the big studios wrote that. I didn't realize that's how it worked. Yeah, it's, it's how it works I, a little bit. I, I'm, I'm not too much into it. I, I just don't have the time. Be- beginning of this year, I was working with this publisher and, and I just, you know, he wanted me to make all these edits and things on one of the pieces I was writing. I just didn't have time to do it. Um, so um, I had to back out of that. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it could be a, a dude like me sitting in his basement in his home studio recording something and <laughs> getting it on some TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing too, are you involved in any other community, dad communities like Facebook or anything like that? And I just wonder what your experience was if you were. Um, well, I'm on, I'm on Twitter quite a bit. Um, I think that's the, uh, social media outlet that I probably use the most. I, I guess the, uh, was 140 character thing appeals to me. You don't have to get, you don't have to write too much, but just enough to get, hopefully get somebody interested. Um, Facebook, I've been trying to get more into, um, as far as communities on, on Facebook, um, not so much. There's another, um, couple other dad bloggers that I follow. One is, um, his name is Julian Caldwell. I don't know if you know him or not. He runs that site, um, Get Connect Dad. Yes. I love his site. Yeah. So I follow him. I'm, I'm involved in his community. I, I've written a couple posts for him. Um, yeah, mostly at, you know, at this point, I'm following a lot of dad bloggers and um, on Facebook and on uh, especially on Twitter. I haven't quite figured out Instagram <laughs> or, or, or Pinterest yet. Especially Pinterest, I don't quite understand that one yet. I'll have to spend a little more time on it. <laughs> it's just funny. There's so many. Once you figure out one, there's a new one coming down right down the road, and and you figure that one out. It's like wow, it moves so fast. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I'm, I, I, and who knows what's what's going to be out there tomorrow that we're, that we're going to think we have to learn. <laughs> Um, another thing I found interesting too, and I, like I said, I a little bit. Um, and then one of the the t- titles in one of your articles, "Dad's Guide to Master of Sunday Dinner," was that something important when you were growing up? When you're in family, Sunday dinner. It was. Well, um, we ate dinner every night um, when I was growing up together. You know, my mom, you know, had a menu planned out every week, and you know, my dad would get home from work, and we would all sit down at the dinner table, and, and we would eat dinner together. I think that's something that's been lost these days you know everybody's busy um you know people are working longer hours kids have busier schedules especially once they get older and you know after um i grew up and i got out of college my mom started doing sunday dinners my parents my parents are divorced but she was doing sunday dinners at her house and you know when my sisters were living in colorado we'd all go over to my mom's house for sunday dinner and it was a great way to connect um and you know as I was talking to um, 
friends who are dads, and, you know, and they have families and kids. And I was talking to a couple of them about that. And, you know, most of them are, are, were telling me that, you know, we don't really spend time together at the dinner table. We kind of eat on the go, um, you know, eat in front of the TV or, or whatever. And I thought, you know, I, you know, Sunday dinner seems to me or dinner any time of the week together seems like an important time to connect where you can forget about the rest of the day, you know, get together as a family, talk, enjoy some good food. So, um, yeah, that, that, that was a topic that just kind of popped in my head after I had a, a conversation, um, a couple conversations with some guys that I know, um, about, you know, not really doing that. So I thought, you know, it kind of seems like something that would be, as we like to say, low hanging fruit mm-hmm. of a way to, you know, s- spend some time with your family is, you know, get together for a Sunday dinner. One thing, one thing I just um, think you mentioned about your parents' divorce. Did that have any influence on in you and how you're being a dad now? Um, not really. I, both both my wife and I are, are divorces. Our our second marriage, um, and which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. why you know we got a late start together. And um, we always tell each other, "Geez, I wish I had met you 20 years ago." <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, but I, I'm not sure if my parents' divorce. Um, affected it, it didn't affect my my view of marriage um, i i've life or or being or being married i mean they actually talk to each other now and, and they get along at family functions and seem to have a a fairly decent um relationship in that manner um but no it, it, that hasn't affect, affected me or in my family my family life it kind of uh gave me some lessons learned though on things that i I shouldn't do. Um, and I think, you know, one of those things that I learned that I shouldn't do is that I shouldn't do is not communicate, make sure I communicate, um, with my wife is, you know, as much as I, I can don't keep things to myself. Cause I think that's a problem that my parents had is they, I don't think either one of them were, were great communicators. But I think naturally uh, I'm not either. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I need to make it, make an effort to do that. So that, you know, I think there's lessons learned, um, from parents being divorced, at least for me. It's interesting. I, cause I come from a divorced background too. My, my parents divorced when I was young. So me, when I became a dad, it just was one of those things is, um, I kind of feel like a clean slate. I'm like, I can do whatever I want cause I don't have no expectation. So, and, um, uh, so yeah, I, I understand we uh, coming from, being, you know, I understand a little bit of being a, a kid from a divorced family. Right. And my parents divorced when I was in my early 20s. They had been married almost 25 years when they called it quits. Um, so that, I think that's a, a different experience than most uh, people that have divorced, parent, divorced parents have. You know, I, I had gone through, you know, my high school years and college years before most of my college years before they got divorced. So, um, yeah, it, it, it was impactful to me, but, you know, not as impactful as if, um, you know, they would have gotten divorced when I was a little kid, I think. Um, one thing I just um, want to ask you is, um, do you have any fears when you first came a dad to being late? Do you have any fears of, um, like fears in sense of being a dad late in life? Uh, do you sound like, oh, oh yeah, you like, any- to- to- I-, I totally did. Especially it's, it's weird because, you know, guys, my age, I have kids, they're, they're, starting to be empty, empty nesters now, you know, they're sending their kids off to college and, and my daughters too. Um, you know, so I think that there were definitely fears. I, I think, you know, what if, 
what if something happened? You know, what what if I, you know, don't make it to my 70s, you know, because, you know, Brooke's going to be um, when she's going to college and in college, you know, I'm going to be pushing, I'm going to be pushing 70. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, yeah, I definitely had some fears about being an older dad, but I also think that there's probably some advantages too, right? You know, both my wife and I have had probably, you know, at least half of our careers behind us, probably more, you know, we were, you know, in a good spot financially, we're a good spot career wise, um, you know, I, there's, I think there's also some advantages and, you know, I, after my initial shock and awe <laughs> of, of becoming a dad and being a little bit freaked out about it, uh, you know, once I, I settled in and started thinking about some of that other stuff that, Hey, you know, I actually think I probably have an advantage to, um, then I would more advantages now than I would have had if I would have had a kid, you know, say in my early to mid twenties where, you know, I, I don't know about, about you, but you know, when I was in my early twenties and I was just starting my career, I was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't eating very well. I was living in a small apartment. You know, I think about, you know, having a kid then as opposed to having a kid now, it's, you know, night and day and, and, you know, what I can do for her, I think. Well, I think it's all the back then, the early twenties, mid twenties, you get all that other stuff out of your system and then you can, you know, you're more wiser and more in control of your life, I guess. That's a probably good way to put it too. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I don't know one one thing else. Um, want to wrap it up? Um, I was wondering, anything else you want to mention about your website, the website, or anything else you'd like to add? Um, well, I did, and I think I saw this, um, or I know that um, your podcast is you, you. You talk mostly about being an involved dad, um, and we talked a little bit beforehand about you know the dad has always kind of seemed like the the sidekick parent, you know. And, you know, one of the other reasons I wanted to start my blog and, and kind of get a message out there is that's at least not how it is anymore. You know, I, I kind of you watch TV. I don't I don't watch a lot, but, you know, and I see a lot of commercials come on or even TV shows where the dad is the stooge. Right. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's kind of fumbling his way through fatherhood. Um, and I think that's a lie. And I and I kind of don't appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I. I, I want, you know, whoever reads um, my my blog or whomever, you know, listens to your podcast, I want people to know that, you know, there are involved dads out there that want to be involved. And it, it's not, you know, it's not the 1950s anymore where the dad goes to work, comes home, reads the newspaper and goes to bed, you know, without being involved. You know, I think more and more dads are, are becoming involved and we're not the sidekick parent anymore. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's... Um, an important note. Um, you know, as far as my blog goes, I, you know, I try and have fun with it. Uh, I realize that it's, it's not, um, you know, it's not Huffington, Huffington post or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, I, I think it's getting, I think it's getting better. I, I, I'm expanding it a little bit. Um, I enjoy doing it. Um, traffic has been going up steadily. So it seems like that's a, a good, a good sign. Um, but I, I just write about um, whatever comes to mind as far as being a dad, and hopefully, um, hopefully, I can help other dads out there. And it's interesting. Um, over half of my, you know, if I look at my my Google a Analytics, um, over half of my readership are females. Oh wow, that's <laughs> are, are, are women, uh, and I and it's and it's not it's not something that's been 
just kind of you know here and there it's it's consistently you know 55 to 60 percent women reading my blog which it's kind of blew me away but you know i i just hope that you know dads or moms or future parents or current parents um can get something out of it and i i uh, try and encourage people to to comment and and let me know um you know how they're doing what they want to see um and what they liked about my site so i did mention you just mentioned that um about the situation with that uh how it was an article about how the dad like being the fumbling idiot yeah and i did i did see the same article in a few articles and it was quite um irritating to see something like that and i did and i was a little frustrated in seeing that because we're we're not fumbling idiots we're very smart people <laughs> yeah and i totally agree with you i totally agree with what you were saying yeah yeah i i think it's uh, i and i love seeing all the the dad blogs and podcasts out there um because you know it it, it just goes to show that um the function and the role of dad i, I think it, it's changed over the last several decades and it, it is important for for dads to be as involved with their kids as they can and make it a priority so i i, I think it's awesome that there's as many um dad blogs and sites and podcasts out there as there are i think it's i think it's great well thank you paul i really um you can find paul thanks for really being on today in the web the podcast i really do appreciate it and they can find you at unexpecteddad.com right Right, yeah, theunexpecteddad.com or just unexpecteddad.com. They both go to the same place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mion. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Well, that's all for this episode, and I thank you for joining me on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast. You can find all the show notes over at nosittingonthesideline.com, and please comment on the podcast. All comments help improve the podcast. I can be reached if you have any questions, concerns, comments, I can be reached at joe at nosittingonthesideline.com. I'm also very active on Twitter at, at NSOSDadPodcast. Thank you very much. And until next time, have fun. Get involved with your children.